0: Hi, this is Haley Chura. You usually hear me every Thursday co-hosting the Iron Women podcast with Alyssa Gadeski. Current times are anything but usual, and I have a lot of questions. So I created Iron Women podcast mini episodes. I ask women who are endurance athletes and experts in their fields to help me and hopefully help you too by answering a few questions in 15 minutes or less. Thanks for listening. Hi, everyone. This is Haley. I'm back this week with a fresh conversation with an Iron Woman podcast favorite, professional triathlete Sarah Bishop. Alyssa and I talked to Sarah in early April as we recapped her incredible racing schedule early in the year after she won the Mesa Marathon, finished fifth at Challenge Wanaka in New Zealand, and then ran in the U.S. Olympic Marathon Trials all within three weeks. It's obvious there isn't much that can keep Sarah away from a start line, including things like pandemics and bike crashes. I talked to her after she finished three races in a single week, including the Route 66 Half Iron Distance Race and the Indy Tri Olympic Distance Triathlons on the same weekend. Sarah recaps the races and tells us about the precautions race organizers and athletes are taking to keep everyone safe and healthy. As always, thank you to the Iron Women Podcast sponsors, Zillio Skincare, Noon Hydration, Form Swim Goggles, Orca Sportswear, Gooder Sunglasses, as well as our Live Feisty Patreon community. You can find all website links and discount codes in our show notes or at ironwomenpodcast.com. Now, please enjoy my conversation with Sarah Bishop. Hi, Sarah. Welcome back to the Iron Women Podcast. Hi, Haley. Thanks for having me on again. It's good to hear from you. And you really need no introduction since hopefully our audience has listened to your full Iron Woman podcast interview from a few months ago, or maybe they heard you at the live event we hosted just before the U.S. Olympic marathon trials earlier this year, or they saw your Instagram takeover of the Iron Woman account not too long ago. So I think we can call you <laughs> an Iron Woman regular now. But today <laughs> I wanted to ask you about your recent races. And yes, that is races, yeah. plural, So, how in the world did you just manage to race three times in the past week in the middle of a pandemic? (laughs)
1: Um, Yeah, so I had signed up originally for Ironman Muncie, which is only a couple uh, a couple hours from my house in Indiana. It's it was in mid July, and like this race was going to happen. Um, They had all the permits approved. you know, uh, they kept talking it up. The race director was posting on the Facebook page. Um, and then one week before, uh, the race was going to happen, uh, the health department pulled the permit and the race was a no-go. And I was just so bombed because I was really looking forward to it because I had done it last year. And even though there was no pro field, I just wanted to race. And so, um, somebody had posted that there was a Another 70.3 going on um, just a few weeks later, um, five hours from my house in Illinois called the Route 66 Half Iron Distance Race. Um, and so I looked it up, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do this. Like, they have all the permits. They were capping the field. It looked promising, so I, I rolled the dice again. And um, I went out there. <laughs> well, I so I signed up. And then um, about a week before that race, so I was, I, was, I was anticipating doing that. I had heard about the Indy try in Indianapolis, which was the next day. And I was like, oh, bummer. I, I really kind of wanted to do an Olympic distance, but it's the same weekend. And so at first I just thought, well, I can't do it because I'm already going to do the 70.3 that weekend. But then I realized that I was driving five hours west to Illinois to do the Route 66 half, and I had to drive five hours east back home going right through indy and i was like "Good, i'm just gonna do them both i don't know when the next race is gonna be <laughs> i thought I thought, I, I thought the swim and the bike might be okay no matter what because i can you know the swim is no big deal and i can just ride a bike and go as long as i have to and i was like the run might suck but it's only six miles so i just thought what could go wrong <laughs> what could go wrong so um so, yeah, so that is how I decided to do both of those races.
0: And how did they go? I mean, was it, like, um, was it fun? I mean, were, did you feel rusty since you hadn't yeah. raced in a while, or did it feel just like, just like being back at a regular race?
1: So I was super excited just to be, you know, in a race environment, um, on the starting line again, um, pushing myself to a, you know, limit that, you can't really get in practice, or at least I can't, you know? And so um, the feel of the 66 race, it was small, you know, um, smaller than most Ironmans, but, um, you know, we were all spread out in transition, but everybody there was, like, super excited to race. Most of us hadn't done a race in a really long time. This was our first triathlon in months, you know, maybe all year. Uh, So the energy was high. Um, You know, there's all these different – uh, you know, COVID regulations in place where we had to wear masks at all times before the start. Um, had to wear masks at packet pickup. They took our temperatures at packet pickup. You know, everybody needed to be socially distanced at all times. The swim start was very regulated where two people would go off at a time and, um, you know, that everyone was like six seconds apart. So all of that was different. But once the race started, It just felt, it felt the same, which was great, you know. Um, So at that race, my swim went really well for me. I had a really good swim. Um, um, I got on the bike. The roads were pretty rough, um, so I was a little disappointed. But it was, you know, it was what it was for the race. It was country roads kind of to be expected. So, um, So my bike was a little bit slower than I had hoped, but it was still good for the effort. So I was pleased with that. But then the real trouble came on the run, um, and it was it was just so so hot, Haley. And it was it was 95 with a real feel of like 99. And I thought I was prepared for this. I was like, I'm training in the heat, you know, I'm doing all the right things to run, you know, to race an Ironman in really hot conditions. But really, I've been training in like 80s, um, or hard efforts in 80s. I did not do any hard efforts and 95 or 100 degrees, and I was so dehydrated off the bike, which is the first time. Three bottles just wasn't enough. I was like, oh, my gosh. I just need to make it from aid station to aid station to get water in me. That was, like, my biggest concern. Um, so I really just wanted to finish the race at that point. I had, like, 35-minute lead on, the, on the, other, the next woman, and the, there was two guys in front of me, but I wasn't going to catch them. So I really just had, like, no incentive to, like, really annihilate myself but um I and then I made a wrong turn but it's felt good like I finished the race and it was it was good for the day I think it was like you know although it, like it, the time um wasn't what I was hoping because of the conditions, it felt so good to like be annihilated in a way that I hadn't felt in a long time like when you just put maximal effort out there you know so it was like really satisfying to race again and then, um, so then I drove to ending and I got there, and I was just, like, so dead. I was tired. I was, like, still like, trying to, like, rehydrate. I was probably, like, nutritionally depleted. And I was, like, the, the, I kept thinking about the run the next day. I'm, like, okay, now I can do the swim and bike in some fashion. I just hope I, – I, like, I, I'm, like, I'm going to run the whole thing. Like, I'm not going to walk like I did at the <laughs> – the, 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 um, but it was also going to be earlier in the day you know so it wasn't going to be as hot um but I had a really good race at Indy um the swim was in the canal and I and I had done a Poseidon swim race actually weeks before which is another race I had done and that didn't that only went okay but the swim here went great and I was like swimming with like the lead pack or like a pack of women which, um, never happened to me in the swim. And I didn't feel destroyed when I got out of the swim. So my transition was kind of decent, which never happens either. And then I had a really good bike. I felt great on the bike for whatever reason. And then I went into the run and I felt okay. So I thought maybe I could do six twenties, I did 629, which was fine for racing a 70.3 the, the day before. So I felt good about that. Um, and so I didn't know what place I was in the whole time. They had done an elite start, though. So I knew if I had passed women that were in the elite start, you know, I, I was I was beating them. Um, But at the very end, Hayley, there was, this, there was this gal who was, like, 100 yards ahead of me. We were, like, a uh, quarter of a mile from the finish. And I could see her, and I was seeing on her, but I wasn't sure I was going to get her. And then I saw her make a wrong turn. And I was like, No! And then, you know, at that point, like, I passed her, and, like, we sprinted to the finish, and I like, just edged her out. And I was like, I'm so sorry. It just felt so awkward, you know. But we we talked after the race. We are just happy to be out there. And she's like, I was just zoning out, you know. So I ended up getting second at that race, um, which was good. Um, and it was just a really fun race. It was a really big race, too. Um, so, um, yeah, that was quite the weekend. Um, so I was super pumped. Like, I had done two races. And even if I didn't do any more all summer,
0: I was pretty (laughs) satisfied.
1: My heart, my racing heart was satisfied.
0: It sounds like there's like real racing. So the COVID precautions aren't taking away from that race feeling and even sprint finishes and even going off course.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, you know, so definitely the the feel of it before and after the race is different, right? Like um, social distancing mask, we had to wear a mask to the swim start, you know, at both races. So that's sorry, Indy. They're like you need to have two masks: one in your bag and one to take to the swim start, kind of thing. So you have a mask after you finish the race. Um, you know, in, in the transition area is supposed to be spaced out more. But once you're in the race, you know, um, it it doesn't feel any different, right? Like triathlon is a socially distanced event anyway you know you're swimming by yourself you're biking without drafting um and then you, know, you need to run um you know your run is your run but you need to make sure that you're staying away from people you know um so it's really it's really um comforting to know that even though racing is different once you get in the race environment it's still feels the same you know and then afterwards there's no like awards right we're really hanging around there's not much of that but um so the before and after feel is different but the race itself feels very similar to what we're used to so that's really comforting
0: and I'm assuming since you've done multiple races in the past month that you feel safe like you feel like you are the precautions they're taking are taking are keeping you healthy
1: I feel really sick. You know, all these races I'm finding, you know, they're putting, there's all these restrictions and guidelines in place. It really is though up to the racers to make sure that they're, that we're abiding by that and uh, enforcing it. Right. I mean, there's nobody going around being the COVID, you know, social distancing police. Right. So we, you know, so I've been pleasantly surprised, you know, like I feel like most of the athletes are being very diligent about their masks, about, you know keeping to themselves um you know we have they have spray bunnies um at the quarter potty so um at one of the races you know we would be spraying off the handles you know with disinfectant as we um left the porta potty for the next person so things like that um really up to us to make sure that we are abiding by these guidelines that are in place to keep us ourselves safe and everybody else safe you know so yeah, I feel I felt totally comfortable totally safe and I could see how people might be wary of it. like I don't know how I would feel. Um, but because it's outside and there's plenty of room, you know um, it, there's it's just really easy to keep your distance um, and wear a mask and do all the things to keep us safe and comfortable while we're in a racing environment.
0: You crashed your bike in early June, less than two months ago, yet you seem not to have skipped a beat. How did you manage the physical and mental recovery to come out of that crash and get yourself on all these start lines so quick? Dude, dude,
1: the day after the crash, I was like, I'm going to be out for money. Like, I was so with my back um my, I couldn't breathe with my broken rib um you know of course my collarbone was shattered um but I just kept this positive attitude and it sounds so stupid but I don't know the body I'm a big believer that the body will follow the mind you know not only as an athlete but just as um you know in a healing environment too um and so, I don't know, I just, um, you know, I got on the trainer, and I just did what I could, and my shoulder just kept feeling better every day. Um, within a week or two, I was able to run. Um, I'm lucky, I think, because I didn't have to have surgery on my shoulder. Um, and I think just the range of motion, keeping it a little bit active running and even some light swimming, I think that helped it to my, to my benefit. Um, so it really was a pretty miraculous recovery for whatever reason um but i think i was just like super motivated um to get to stay healthy and um do some of these races because at at that point i was planning on muncie and it was like five weeks after my accident and i was you know like i really really want to race muncie i just signed up for it and um so that was my incentive to to get on the bike you know, a couple days after the accident and then start running a week later. Um, but things just fell into line. And I think I was really just really lucky with the concussion that I didn't have any post-concussion syndrome issues. Um, so that was probably that that really helped me out. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was nuts. <laughs> of it now it doesn't even feel like the accident actually happened like it's like i guess that was only a couple months ago um but i feel good and and strong and so i just i feel like a lot of it was luck too
0: Well, we are so happy that you were able to make a full recovery. One last question, because you also coach with the McCurdy trained coaching group and you all hosted the McCurdy mile series in May and June, which I heard was a very well run. So can you tell us if there are any more McCurdy virtual races planned for the near future? Do you even need virtual races? You seem to be able to find all the in-person races, but, (laughs) but, uh, I mean, maybe you need to add in a few virtual races. You don't sound like you would, uh, shy away from any kind of race.
1: Yes planning on doing a 5k 10k virtual race series similar to the one mile series um in hopefully september october november timeframe. so look for that it's kind of in the works so we're uh on there you know heather's working hard on the website and uh, yeah we're definitely looking to have something similar to the one mile series uh in the in, a, in the 5k 10k reel.
0: Well, we will definitely look for that. And thank you so much, Sarah, for for coming on and giving us some insight into what it's like to race right now and uh, yeah. hopefully motivate some people to hope. maybe we'll see more local races pop up. And um, that are you know, taking these precautions and I'm sure it won't be too long before we see you on another either virtual or in-person some kind of start line. It seems like you can't stay away. So good luck to you and, re- and recover. Well, <laughs> recover well from these races, your, your recent, uh, string of races as well. I hope you get, so I hope you can sleep in tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, me too.
1: <laughs> well, thanks Haley. I appreciate you having me on again. Good talking to you.
0: Sarah's Instagram account is at Sarah Bishop runs. And while it's clear, Sarah Bishop swims bikes and runs these days, I still encourage you to check it out for her always entertaining and honest commentary on racing and life. And for the majority of us without in-person races in our local areas, we can look out for that McCurdy mile virtual race series announcement coming soon. I'm Haley Chura, and you've been listening to another iron woman podcast mini episode. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you again soon. You have been listening to the Iron Women podcast hosted by Haley Chura and Alyssa Gadeski. Iron Women is a production of Live Feisty Media and is edited by Taylor Mahan Rudolph. Thank you to our sponsors, Zileo Skincare, Noon Hydration, Form Swim Goggles, and Orca Sportswear, as well as the Live Feisty Patreon community. You can find websites and discount codes in our show notes or at ironwomanpodcast.com.